Dear Christina, why are spiritual awakenings so hard for some people and easy for others? This is an impossible question to answer, but I'm going to take a crack at it in this video. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. I am back and today I'm answering a question and it's a really hard question. You guys keep sending me hard questions to answer. So this question submitted from a viewer is pretty difficult to answer because we don't, we can't really know on a mind level the entire picture of what our soul wants. So why do some people have spiritual awakenings that look like this? I'm singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain. What a glory. Look, a rainbow. And then why do so many of us have spiritual awakenings that look more like this? When is this gonna be over? When is this gonna be over? When is this gonna be over? <laughs> the honest answer is, who knows? <laughs> but that is that wouldn't be very helpful to you if I said just who knows, end of video. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to share my two cents on this. I'm gonna answer this question based on my experience within my own life, but also in working with so many clients from around the world and connecting with a lot of people through my YouTube channel. So today I'm going to discuss two main reasons that I've observed over the years um, for why some people go through difficult spiritual awakenings. So let's get to it. So the first reason why some people have difficult spiritual awakenings has to do with past pain or childhood trauma, especially. And the reason is that when you experience childhood trauma or a ch painful childhood, it doesn't have to be trauma per se, as, as um, it doesn't have to be as severe as trauma. It could be just a painful childhood experiences what happens to so many of us that go through difficult childhoods and through traumas is that we develop very controlling and powerful egos that at the moment that they are born, they're born to kind of protect us or try and protect us while we're going through these, these painful experiences. But then that controlling ego becomes problematic later on in life. So I'm not going to talk about the ego. I've shot a video on the ego. It's going to pop up right here. So if you want to uh, look into the, to that video more in depth, do that. But basically what happens when you go through trauma, you can develop a very powerful and controlling ego and a controlling ego has a really hard time during a spiritual awakening <laughs> because the more that you awaken, your ego is going to try and, you know, be uh, controlling you and holding on to power and it's going to be freaking out. And the more your ego freaks out during a spiritual awakening, the more difficult the experience will be for you because your soul is going to be just pulling you forward. And so, you know, whether the ego is kicking and screaming, if the ego is kicking and screaming, it'll just make the whole process harder and you'll go through a tremendous amount of suffering. Okay. So that's the first reason. The first reason for going through difficulties or during spiritual awakening has to do with painful childhood experiences or trauma. The second reason why some people go through difficult spiritual awakenings is because the soul has chosen to have a healing mission in the 
this life. <laughs> okay, so, and this is intimately connected to reason number one, but I'll get into that in a little bit. But the soul of a healer, when a healer soul chooses to incarnate in a specific lifetime, they're coming into the planet to help heal the energies on the planet, to help humanity evolve and ascend, okay? So they have this really beautiful mission of helping to heal and to bring loving energy, loving healing energy onto the planet and to help others heal on their own journeys and ascend in consciousness, the whole planet ascending in consciousness. And the way that the healer soul does this is the soul will very frequently choose to incarnate in some problematic situations, hence the connection with reason number one. Very frequently healer souls will come where they have contracts with ancestral lines, they have contracts with family members, and they come into a bit of a problematic childhood. So they have a lot of childhood wounds generally. And the soul is doing this on purpose because when you have a healing mission, what you're essentially going to do is you early on in childhood, you take on all of the templating that's down here on earth. Um, sometimes problematic templating like ancestral trauma, uh, emotional abuse or neglect, all of these kinds of energies of pretty dense energies and dark energies, a lot of times the soul knows that it needs to be incarnated in those specific families that have these specific ancestral patterns and wounds because then later on as an adult, that soul has the power to then not only heal that energy within themselves, but as they're healing it within themselves, they then, they throw that energy, that healing energy into the past and they can actually clear ancestral lines for many generations back, just one healer soul <laughs> healing for themselves and for others. So they can clear through the power of their energy, they can clear ancestral lines so they can clear into the past and into the future because the healer soul has the power to when healing in present moment, which is really all there is, <laughs> when healing in present moment, the healer soul is then healing the past and the future. But before the healer soul can get to a position when they are in full power and they can do this wonderful healing work, they have to go on a kind of journey. <laughs> and it's what anthropologist and shaman Alberto Villoldo calls the wounded healer's path. <laughs> and when I heard that term wounded healer, it really resonated with me so much because that really is what the healer must go through before they come into their full power. Shamans call this initiation. <laughs> and so what the healer has to do is they have to heal within themselves, then within the ancestral lines, they have to find the power to heal themselves so that then they can help others. So the healer's path is very much a path by being the living example of what healing looks like. <laughs> and so the healer has to go through this initiation phase where they are a wounded healer, where they have so much childhood trauma, where they have painful past experiences. It could even be from past lives. And they carry all of those templates, all those wounds on them. And when they awaken, they go through this phase of going from wounded healer to healed healer, <laughs> powerful healer. And that process can be difficult because any kind of inner process, the further you go inward, the deeper you go within you, the harder the work gets. Now, before I keep going, I want to do a slight little detour to define the term healer because the word has been kind of misunderstood for a long time. 
So a healer, contrary to popular belief, there's this, there's this understanding sometimes that a healer is someone who has these supernatural superpowers <laughs> and they come up to someone and with their own energy, they heal or take away another person's issue. All right. Without the other person being involved, they're just this mighty powerful being and they come up to someone and they just heal them miraculously without the other person doing anything. That's not a healer. <laughs> okay. This is how I define being a healer. A healer to me is a person that has done so much inner work. They have torn away layer upon layer of wounding, of templating, of trauma, of ancestral templating. They've taken away layer by layer, like you peel away the layers of an onion and they have peeled away those layers to then reveal the open heartedness that already exists within them. So when, when you stand in front of a healer that has gone through that process of removing all of these layers, it's basically like you're standing in front of this really bright light, but also this really intense mirror. So what a gifted healer does is when you stand in front of a gifted healer, you are, when you look in their eyes, you're actually looking at your own potentiality reflected back to you. <laughs> you see, that's what a gifted healer does. A gifted healer shows you your own innate potential to self heal. <laughs> okay. So that's what a healer is. That's what a real healer is. So I wanted to take that slight detour before we continue talking about healer, because I know that, uh, that you know, the term has just really been misunderstood. So I wanted to get that straight. But in order for a healer to become this really powerful beacon of light or to become this really powerful mirror that can reflect back your own power to heal yourself before a healer can do that, they have to go through sometimes a tedious and difficult process of removing all the layers of grime that have kind of clouded their mirror. <laughs> okay. So, and this process is difficult because this process requires the healer to go to the depths, the depths of every that exists within them. And this type of work, there's not a lot of people that like to do this work. The majority of us would just prefer to live life without having to look inside, without having to do this deep healing work. So there's, there's really a kind of only a group of us that's willing to do this type of work. And we're willing to do this type of work because it's our missions, because we have this healing mission. All right. Now on top of the healer, having all of this past pain to deal with, having to go deeply within, having to go to the crevices of every single part of their inner world to top it off. There's one more characteristic that makes the spiritual awakening or initiation phase of a healer a little bit harder is that the healer comes equipped with this incredible physical body. <laughs> And the physical body of a healer is genetically and energy prepared to go through these shifts in an accelerated way. So what does this mean? It means that if you incarnate with the mission of being a healer, you have within you the genetic ability to transmute and to change very quickly. And the reason that you need to go through these acceleration processes is if you didn't, if you didn't have this acceleration ability with it genetically within your body, it would take you lifetimes to wake up and then you wouldn't even fulfill your mission of being a healer. So to fulfill the mission of being a healer, the healer has to not only wake up, but go through, through this evolutionary phase more quickly so that they could get their mission going, <laughs> get their mission going before they die. So what the healer does is the healer incarnates 
with this incredible physical machine that it may look like everyone else's physical bodies, it may look like a normal physical body, but it comes with some very unique characteristics. One of the characteristics is the genetic ability to, once activated, the body of a healer changes at an astounding rate. <laughs> astounding rate. Some people it takes years, but even years compared to what usually souls go through on their evolutionary process, years is still a very short amount of time. But because the physical body is the part of us that is slowest to change, because it's the part of us that's made out of flesh and bone, that's made out of matter, matter takes a longer time to change. So because matter takes a longer time to change, when the body of, of a healer activates, when they go through their, initi their initiation phase, the body goes through a tremendous amount of shifts in such a short amount of time, and those shifts can be so painful on a physical and mental level for the healer. So the healer's soul has an amazing resilience. And, and just to give you an example of the kind of immense transformation that a physical body goes through, I'll use myself as an example. So check it out. This is a video here of my first video on YouTube. How amazing is that? This is my first video on YouTube. Now check it out. Like literally look at me and look at me. Look at that one over there and look at that one. <laughs> it's a little bit different, right? Like this is my first video. How cool. Look at my hair is so long. Oh my God. I feel like I'm an alien now. <laughs> and so can you see the tremendous transformation? And this was during a six year, pro uh, six year um, period that I went through these tremendous physical transformations. I don't even recognize myself anymore. And it's because I, I, my body has been going through tremendous amount of, of shift, a tremendous shift that's been really painful at times. And I've talked a little bit about the physical symptoms that I've had on pre in previous videos, but to go from this video to this one, <laughs> it's been, it's been a road sometimes of really, really difficult physical symptoms and difficult physical challenges. Now, before I keep going, I want to have another little side note. And that is the things that I'm talking about in this video, they're pertaining to healers that have incarnated up until now. Okay. Because we're at a huge tipping point right now. So what do I mean by this? I mean that people that have had difficult spiritual awakenings before, the way that our souls orchestrated things for us to come down in a specific time in the evolutionary uh, uh, path of the of the planet, that's th those rules are changing. So if you've if you've been around children lately, you know that when you're talking to a child in 2019 they are totally different beings than a child was in the 1970s when I, when I was born. So the way that you even speak to a child nowadays is completely different. You, you talk to a child in 2019, like they're adults, these souls are so evolved and they are so wise and they are so amazing. So we're already at a tipping point on the planet where healers won't need to come down in this older paradigm of having to go through ancestral wounds and having to go through all these difficulties and having all of these challenges that's changing. But for the purposes of this video, I'm not really talking about the new souls coming in because th their lives are going to be so much better than ours were. So for th that's just the side note that I wanted to leave is that 
moving forward, what I'm discussing in this video is only pertaining to people that are of these generations that I'm talking to you right now. If you're an adult right now listening to this video, it's, it's pertinent for you. But moving forward, this is all going to change and people are going to start awakening faster without pain, without suffering, and they're going to awaken to their soul paths and to their healing paths just like this. But that was just a side note I wanted to leave because I didn't want to leave you with the impression that this is going to keep happening like this, this kind of dredging, difficult path of a healer. It's, it's just been up until now. Everything is going to get lighter from here on in. So here's the bottom line. If you're watching this video right now, if you made it up until now, it's probably because you are going through a difficult spiritual awakening. And I'm sure that the viewer that submitted this question is also going through a difficult spiritual awakening because otherwise he wouldn't have asked that question. So if you're watching this video and you're going through a difficult spiritual awakening, the bottom line is I want you to know that you are a healer. <laughs> you're a healer. You have a healing mission. Now you may not know exactly how that healing mission is going to pan out in your life or what it looks like, but you are a healer. And just knowing that, knowing that you have that healing mission, it changes everything, doesn't it? So from here on in, no matter what you're going through in life, no matter what difficulties you are experiencing right now, I want you to remember that you are a healer. And I want you to remember these three things that I'm going to share with you right now. Okay. The first one is don't ever forget you're a healer and you have a healing mission. Don't lose that. Don't lose that vision. Okay. No matter what you're going through right now in life, hold that vision in your heart, hold the vision of this too shall pass, hold the vision that I'm going through this for my highest good. And it's going to come in handy for others. <laughs> I used to use this all this thought process, this affirmation all the time. I know that what I'm going through is difficult, but it's going to serve to help others later on. <laughs> and this really helped me go through so much stuff, just holding the vision that what I was going through in that moment, it was going to be useful and helpful to others. And that's one of the reasons why I'm here shooting this, these videos. <laughs> it's because I've developed so much resilience and continued on my path. And I held on to the vision of being a healer, no matter what I was going through at that specific moment. Number two, the second thing is know your resilience. <laughs> you are an incredibly resilient soul. And here's the thing about healer souls. Your soul will choose to have a healing mission, but it comes prepared with extreme resilience. It comes prepared with extreme resilience. You wouldn't be able to go through this healing mission if you weren't a resilient soul. So you are so strong and so resilient beyond anything you, you even know right now. I remember in one of my lowest moments during my six year, uh, spiritual awakening initiation phase, I remember one night I had been bedridden for about a month. I couldn't get out of bed. I was going through really severe, excruciating physical issues. Uh, my heart was just, I was having so much heart issues. I felt like, um, I was having blood pressure issues. I felt like my heart was just so broken that I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to heal it. I was just suffering a lot. And I remember at that moment, I was lying in bed one night in the dark and I just looked up at the ceiling and I was just staring at the ceiling. And I said to God out loud, I said, I cannot do this anymore. Please take me. Just please 
please take me. I can't do this anymore. And it was really interesting what happened because even though my mind and my ego was just so exhausted because it had been so many years of going through these things, even though my mind was really tired and it was asking God to just take me off of this planet because I was done with this, <laughs> even though I was, I was asking that on a mental level, I could feel deep down within me the resilience of my soul at that moment. I knew on a soul level that no matter what I was going through, that I could be laying on a bed, that I could be bedridden for a month, it didn't matter. I knew that I was going to overcome that. I knew I was going to stand up again. And I knew I was going to become an even more powerful healer because I was going through those issues. The third thing to remember is feel how loved you are. <laughs> you are so guided. You are never alone. Even when you feel like you're completely alone, you are never alone. You are never abandoned by spirit. You are so loved. You are so guided and you are so honored on your path of being a healer. There is so much spiritual assistance going on when you're going, especially when you're going through your initiation phase, because that's when you're at your most sensitive. That's sometimes when you're at your lowest points in life. And when we're at our lowest points in life is usually where we have even more assistance from the spiritual world because they want to help us. Our missions are important. Your mission of being a healer, you have a unique ability we may, so many of us have healing missions, but each healer has a unique aspect to that healing mission that only that healer can complete. So you see, <laughs> your mission of healing is unique and you are so guided and assisted by so many, so many beings in the spiritual, on the spiritual side that loves you, source loves you, creator loves you. You are so loved even in your lowest points, even when you don't feel it and you can't see it. Just remember my words, you are so loved and you are so honored <laughs> and you are never abandoned. And as soon as you just able to, to keep that vision, hold that vision in your heart, that this too shall pass, that I will become a stronger healer. No matter what I go through, I have so much resilience and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to help myself and I'm going to help so many others. I will do this every single day because that's why I'm here on the planet. <laughs> the more that you hold on to this mission, the lighter your spiritual awakening gets. The more you say yes to this mission, the more you say yes to your spiritual path, the lighter it gets. But now I want to hear from you. Have you been going through an easy spiritual awakening or a hard spiritual awakening? Let me know in the comments below. And if you have a question to submit for my weekly videos like this viewer did, leave them also in the comments, but with the hashtag Ask Christina. Don't forget the Ask Christina hashtag because that's how my team will be able to pick out the questions for me to answer in the videos. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel here and head over also to my website to join my email list so you get exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. And if you enjoyed this video, stick around because there is more coming your way. I love you, beautiful soul. I am out. <laughs>